Namaste. As we are going closer to the wonderful event of the mother's centenary of the mother's final, second and final arrival to Pondicherry and I must say it is a most wonderful way of her coming and I'll talk about it a little later. But we will see the state as the day of departure is drawing near. What is her state? How she is looking uh, towards everything? And we shall read in a prayer. And this prayer is a hint and a indication of what should be our state when we take to yoga. This is a prayer written one week before she is actually departing. She has started a journey on March 7th. Yes, on March 7th she was on the ship called Kagamaru. On March 1st, 1914 she is writing, sitting on a table, one of her communications. It is in oneself that there are all the obstacles. It is in oneself that there are all the difficulties. It is in oneself that there is all the darkness and ignorance. She is reminding us that when we go to the divine, when we go to an she is because she is going to travel, travel to a new place. It is not because she wants to get rid of some difficulties, find it easier. In fact, when she goes there, the work becomes ten times more difficult. And this she reminds to everybody. She says, the difficulties do not become less if you come to the ashram. They increase because here there is a work which has to be done within us. The same thing Shurabindu reminds. That if you think that by coming to ashram your difficulties will become easier, it is a misconception. And those who wanted a peaceful life, easy life, she would often tell them, there is a place nearby, an ashram nearby, you go there. But if you come here, come for work. The same thing Shurabindu reminds because it's a place for change. So it is not so that we find an easy life, a comfortable life where I can sit and comfortably meditate. People have these ideas about spiritual life. Certainly and happily this ashram is not like that. It is a life which is full of an inner intensity. Nothing may be visible outside but it's the enemy is within. There used to be a wonderful British poet, uh, James Chadwick, uh, renamed by Shurabindo as Arjav. So he was, uh, as far as I think, he was a mathematician, uh, but he had turned into a poet. I mean, poet, poetry has also blossomed uh, within him. So someone came to meet him from the Western uh, Hemisphere and he asked uh, him that, what are you doing here? Uh, so he said, why? He said, I don't seem to see what exactly are you doing. So by doing, we think outward activities, some courses, some programs, some building of some hospitals, uh, you know, uh, some such thing for human halfway homes of the spirit. So he says, um, if I tell you that we are fighting with our ego inside, will you understand? So he was completely taken aback because he didn't understand. All great mystics have said this. Bullisha, you know, he says, uh, you are fighting with the whole world. But apni nafas te You have not fought with your own ego. So this is the real fight. And again, she, the mother at one place reminds, this is a great bearing on the supramental life. She says, 
that tell the ego your hour is gone the ego and the supramental state they cannot be together so this is the heroism that the divine expects of us if you want to be divine warriors to be truly heroic we have to learn to annihilate the ego by the touch of divine love so this is the path that she has shown us and she is reminding us now why do difficulties increase here just because she have we have spoken about it well when we are in the outside world we are too busy complaining about others and too busy just managing our outer life and very often each of us assume the role either of somebody who dominates others and therefore cannot see our own difficulties typically in a typical indian family where the man dominates i mean now things are changing thankfully and happily but whatever the man says others listen and so uh, he, the man never comes to know that he has a gigantic ego he do, he doesn't even face it thankfully now the new age children are telling him that look uh, you are a fool Uh, so you know one has to accept it but otherwise in olden times this was the state as for the woman she had to only silently suffer she whom will she complain uh, if she would share it with a friend normally you know the women would go to a temple and share and get little unburdened with each other now they share on the telephone but in either case the problem is not solved because the problem is within for the woman the problem is not the husband but the sense that the ego identified with this limitation finiteness that without the man i am nothing i have to depend on him this is the ignorance in which she was living um, and maybe in many parts still continues to live and because of that they suffered and for the man there was a yet a bigger obstacle because he lived in the feeling that i am the all knowing uh, husband the all knowing father the all knowing adam of all knowing ancient days and therefore i don't need any correction so thankfully in the new creation children have come and they are different and they are reminding both their parents that look you need to change before you talk about changing us so they are doing what we should do in sadhana directly that within us there are obstacles and difficulties if we know it then we know don't need to hear from here and there and when children say people often say oh they have become kaliyug it's not kaliyug it's satyug so at least now children are speaking truth and that truth is helping us however bitter it may seem so she is reminding us the difficulties are within now when we come here because of the intense pressure of transformation all these things which were inside which we didn't know because outside we move putting on a nice mask a mask like smile uh, in our workplace we know our place we know our purpose the pay package or promotion and so we maintain a facade all these facades drop here and we are compelled to confront with whatever challenges and difficulties we have within even if we were to travel across the whole earth bury ourselves in some solitary place break with all our habits lead the most ascetic life still some bond of illusion held back the consciousness far from thy absolute consciousness if some egoistic attachment deprived us of the integral communion with thy divine love we should be no nearer to thee so we may go anywhere and uh, you know both mother and shurvinda they have said very clearly even coming here or going to a monastery or going to a you know people go to religious places that's why perhaps one of the lessons um, this uh, epidemic is teaching us that find inside the inner godhead 
the problem is there the problem is not outside we have been too happy uh, outside looking for the god outside divine outside the mother and shubindu are within us they are in every particle of creation they are everywhere and wherever we call them with faith and devotion in surrender they would be there so this is the great message that we are learning today in times as these all religious places are closed outside but it's time for the inner door to open so she says why this inner door doesn't open because we are tied to various kinds of bonds within uh, egoistic attachments ignorance we love our ignorance as shubindu says in savitri man loves his ignorance fathering his pain so it holds back the um, integral communion with the divine we should be no nearer to the whatever might be the outer circumstance even if we are right next to the divine there are instances in mother and shubindu's life there are instances in sri krishna's life how much ever close you may be but if you are closed within that outer closeness has very little meaning but if you are open within then maybe a state comes when outer closeness is not necessary because whatever we need comes from within us so this is the wonderful thing that she is revealing to us that we have to be inwardly close to her whatever might be the outer circumstances are there even circumstances more or less favorable then she is questioning that is it that some circumstances people often blame complain ah, what to do i want to lead the divine life but my outer circumstances don't allow and the mother would tell us no it is a lack of sincerity if we really are sincere either the circumstances will change or in fact they will become a feeder for our inner growth uh, even if for some reason they do not change or they will be modified in such a way that we will be able to more and more lead this life the important thing is sincerity are there even circumstances more or less favorable i doubt it is the idea we form of them which enables us to profit better or worse by the lessons they give us so we think we imagine that this circumstance will be better that may be worse but actually it is the attitude which really matters it is our idea of that somebody who has this idea that the divine is with me all the time say for instance arjuna then kurukshetra becomes a means for the message of the gita and someone who doesn't know that for him even a kingdom is worth nothing so it depends upon the idea of the circumstances and our readiness to receive the lessons uh, that you know uh, they help us you know we know about dattatreya um, he is one of the master of masters we may say so and uh, when he is asked uh, who is your guru he says i have many gurus many gurus okay i have 24 gurus so one of them is a bumblebee so what have you learned from that i have i have learned that you go to different uh, places and flowers but pick up the essence so he has learned from the bumblebee and then he says even a harlot is my guru how can a harlot be your guru what have you learned from the harlot that regardless of whatever your outer circumstances may be you can still be concentrated on the divine presence within you know that famous story of the ascetic and the the sanyasi and the uh, harlot so uh, they were Uh, across the road you know as uh, sri ramakrishna recalls this story and uh, 
I'm not sure if Shri Aurobindo mentions this, but something very similar he mentions. So the story goes that there is a harlot um, leading a promiscuous life. She has no choice for money. She is leading this life. And this side, uh, no choice in the sense that whatever be, she is uh, tied to those women, women tied to a thousand bonds as the Gita puts it. And on the other side is the ascetic leading his own life. And every day he looks at this uh, harlot and says, chi, 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 what a horrible woman she is. Uh, then he dies and the woman dies. There is some whatever uh, catastrophe and both go together. And uh, the man, Chitragupta, he says to the woman, you go to heaven. So he looks at her, this woman to heaven. But nevertheless he says, maybe God is compassionate, maybe some special con- compassion. He, she may have done some puja some Anushthan, some Rahu Ketu, peace, peaceful uh, things. So, maybe that's why. Then he goes with all his, you know, puffed up pride. Uh, I'll surely walk to the gates of Moksha and starts walking. His Chitragupta says, no, 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 that's not your place. What do you mean? Where I have to go? You have to go to hell. What do you mean? There is some mistake in your computer. No, no, our computer never tells wrong. So, what is? what does your computer say? So, Chitragupta reveals to him, our computer doesn't only see the actions but also the inner thoughts and feelings. So, your inner thoughts and feelings were so concentrated on the woman, her defects, her problems, her sins, her issues, that you couldn't really progress towards the divine. You couldn't shed even these mental notions of um, self-righteousness, leave aside other things. Secretly you were enjoying it, maybe even secretly wishing, I wish I could have that life. On the other hand, what about the woman? Every time she slept with a man, she prayed to the Lord Almighty and said, Oh Lord, though this body I have to give to this man because of whatever situation I need some money, but may it be you who come and be with me in the form of this man. Thus saying, she went through everything and her very act of prostitution became a prayer and a worship. So, this story which is recounted, you know, it's a, it's a wonderful story that's the inner state which is important. Our idea of what things are, it is not outer circumstances. Now, outer circumstances can be a help, but provided we have a right inner attitude. This is what she is reminding us before she sets course. Oh Lord, I implore thee, Grant that I may be perfectly conscious and master of the aggregate which constitutes this personality. So what we should strive towards? This self-mastery. Fully conscious of the divine presence and mastering all our inner movements by the divine love and the divine grace, which is in abundance. So that I may be delivered from myself. See that line of the Gita, Atme Vatmano Bandhu Atmane Viripuratmana. It is the mind, the self, the ignorant self which is the cause of bondage and it is the the self, the mind turned towards the light which is the cause of deliverance. So that I may be delivered from myself and that thou alone mayest live and act through these multiple elements. So the entire kingdom of our life which was under the control of the ego and run by a bad manager called desire, it should be taken away and given to the divine within. That, O Keshava, O Lord, O Mother, you carry my life the way you want it to be carried. You be the master of my destiny. You take it, whether you give me life, death, happiness, sorrow, suffering, 
joy whatever outwardly they are welcome to me as thy innumerable gifts to live in love by love for love indissolubly united to thy highest manifestation so this is the little difference between the traditional bhakti traditional bhakti would stop with to live in love by love for love but she speaks about this bhakti leading to the very highest state of which we as human beings or rather as a transformed humanity of tomorrow are capable so she adds indissolubly united to the highest manifestation somebody asked the uh, asked your bindu but the mother is in everything everywhere even this uh, nature is mother everything is done by her so he says yes it is true the mother is everything but you have to identify with the mother in the higher nature and not with the mother in the lower nature this is how the divine the chinnamasta um, uh, image of the divine mother where she destroys her own body she destroys the old so that the new may come out of it so as she destroys her own head uh, fresh streams of blood come and uh, rejuvenate this earth she is the goddess of fertility and she stands over a copulating couple it's it's a very difficult image for human mind to conjure but it's the mastery over the sexual nature and over the ego that leads to this new creation so we have to aspire for the highest possibility highest manifestation not for ourselves not because we want to be something or someone but because that is the demand or the command of the divine master and the lord and the divine mother ever more of light more of beauty more of truth there is no limit to this manifestation we should not be self satisfied with ourselves or whatever may be our achievements of yesterday are nothing compared to that which yet we may achieve tomorrow by the grace and the divine help so i'll read this prayer again wonderful prayer march 1 1914 it is in oneself that there are all the obstacles it is in oneself that there are all the difficulties it is in oneself that there is all the darkness and ignorance even if we were to travel across the whole earth bury ourselves in some solitary place break with all our habits lead the most ascetic life still some bond of illusion held back the consciousness far from thy absolute consciousness if some egoistic attachment deprived us of the integral communion with thy divine love we should be no nearer to thee whatever might be the outer circumstances are there even circumstances more or less favorable i doubt it is the idea we form of them which enables us to profit better or worse by the lessons they give us o lord i implore thee grant that i may be perfectly conscious 
and master of the aggregate which constitutes this personality so that i may be delivered from myself and that thou alone mayest live and act through these multiple elements to live in love by love for love indissolubly united to thy highest manifestation ever more of light more of beauty more of truth namaste